Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I of course am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you've heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get this week rolling with episode number 99. Wow. Now, working in finance, I know that that's the number before 100. Next week is Easter, and that'll be our 100th episode. We're going to have fun with that one. But today, 99, two things. Wayne Gretzky, the great one hockey player, probably the greatest hockey player ever, in my opinion, and stats prove it too. Um, and then Pam used to like this song. It was called 99 by Toto. Okay, 99, I've been waiting so long. I'll ruin it, but by Toto, 99. I think it's on the same album that uh, Rosanna was on. 99, Wayne Gretzky and Toto. Do they go together? I don't know. Okay. Before we get started, let me uh, clean up some business from last Sunday. Last Sunday was Kira Knightley's birthday, besides 50th anniversary of Young and Restless, and um, whatchamacallit, Charlie McClain's birthday. So it was Kira Knightley, and I put a thing on Instagram of her from the movie uh, Begin Again, where she's bringing coffee. She's making a coffee run while her boyfriend, Adam Levine, is uh, getting uh in the studio. So I put that on there. And then I think what I'm going to do right now is in the movie Begin Again, which I just cannot believe I left this song off of uh, my music in movies, just embarrassing, called uh, Lost Stars. And in the movie, Kira Knightley writes this song, Lost Stars, for Adam Levine. So she actually sings it in the movie at the piano while she she's writing she wrote it and then played it for me gives it to me as a christmas present and then he of course sings it but i have the full version not only from the movie but the full version of Kira knightley singing it i bought it off itunes and i have adam levine's oscar nominated version of lost star so uh, i think we'll listen to both right now we'll play a little clip of each one and you decide me personally i like the Kira knightley one so but that's me. We're searching for meaning. But are we all lost stars? Trying to light up the dark. Who are we? Just the speck of dust within the galaxy. So, okay, the uh, last Sunday, also, I went on my own, because Pam won't go see these movies, John Wick 4, which, 
it's, I always thought the uh, most unbelievable thing in a movie was, I think it's Die Hard, the first one where he's fighting that guy. Maybe it's Die Hard 2 where he's fighting him on the wing of an airplane while it's going down the runway. And they're able to stand up and fight while this plane's going down the runway. I think it is Die Hard. Um, I always thought that was the most unbelievable thing because you would think going down that runway that they're going to fall off just from the wind or the breeze going with a plane, but they don't. So in John Wick, my God, and um, I love the movie, but it's just unbelievable. And they bring in, if you know these movies like the Warriors or Bruce Lee movies, they bring in little things from those movies into this John Wick one. Like one I'll just give away is he has nunchucks. You know, Bruce Lee had them in, um, I think, Return of the Dragon, the one where he fights Chuck Norris. So, uh, or Way of the Dragon, whatever they, they bring it out. But uh, they have some from the Warriors, uh, one of my favorite movies. So they've thrown these little parts, but there's so much unbelievable stuff in there. He kills so many people and he takes so many shots and everything. But again, I love John Wick. You know, they're at four now. Um, hopefully they got they come up with five. But uh, just remember the premise of John Wick which brought him out of retirement, was his wife dies, and the day-day barrier, he gets a little puppy in the mail from his wife that says, uh, you need something to love, someone or something to love, and he gets the puppy. So then, of course, the guy shows up. They want the, they want his car, and they, they steal his car, and they uh, kill his dog. What better premise for a movie, you know, other than uh, Taken, where uh, they uh, – Kidnap his daughter, uh, Liam Neeson's daughter. But John Wick, four, excellent movie. If you like those movies, Pam doesn't. I do. So I went alone. You know, got the three box of candies, you know, raisinettes, snow caps, or as they call them, non parallels, non parallels, whatever. And I tried some cookie dough ones. You know, by uh, the time he had killed his first 50, I had a stomachache from all that chocolate. Didn't have any water. So it was really. <laughs> it was uh, it was an ugly thing watching John Wick, okay, uh, with that stomachache eating all that chocolate. But I survived, and uh, yeah, I mean, he had to kill fifty at least in the first hour, and then he just kept mowing them down. So it was good stuff. You know, it's like a video game, which I think they have for it. So, but if you like that stuff, which I do, uh, highly recommend it. And then uh, today was the opening day for baseball. How about that? And uh, although I'm not a Cub fan. I put money down. The over and under on Cubs wins total this year is 77 and a half. So when we went out to uh, my only trip out to the Elgin Casino, I put some money down and the Cubs went over. So all they got to do is win 78 games. Last year, they won 74. So they won today on opening day. So I only need 77 more wins. I'm counting them. So right, producer? You Cub fan? Yes? Yes. Yes, she is. She's shy. She doesn't want to admit it. but. Last two weeks ago, I went downtown to the office with uh, Courtney. It just brought back good memories uh, when I worked at Ascend, not Ascended, at Global Capacity, because the two restaurants that I used to go to were closed. They're closed now. First one was UB Dogs, which is a great little greasy spoon restaurant on Franklin and uh, Lake. I would get go in there every Friday and get this great egg sandwich okay first time i went there they were weren't open yet 
I walk in. I'm like, hey, man, I want that egg sandwich. We're closed. Won't open till 830. It was like 810. I'm walking on. The guy goes, hey, come on back in here. So it was great. It was guy had all these tattoos on his arms. He was from Nebraska, actually. So a great guy. So he had the old guy running the grill. He had the girl running uh, for the hash browns and everything. So, you know, I said, uh, I want one to make sandwiches, man. He goes, okay. I recommend it on a hamburger bun. That's the first time I ever had the egg sandwich on a hamburger bun. So he puts it on. He warms it up on the grill. Puts that. I said, just please don't break the yolk on it. You know, I want it sunny side up on that bun. When I get to work, I want to bite into that baby, and I want that yolk dripping down my arm. Do not break those. He goes, you can watch me. I go, I will. Then we hit it. He goes, what else do you want? I said, I want some American cheese on there. Throw some bacon on. They had these great hash browns. They gave me a bag full of hash browns. It was so good. And they wrapped it in tinfoil. Guy goes, okay, you see it? The yolk's not broke. He goes, by the time you get to work, depending on how you walk, if that yolk is broke when you get upstairs, it's your fault. And then the old guy, we're all laughing because it, you know, it was just us four in there. I went in there, and you know what, man? I took a bite out of that baby. It was all wrapped up in that tin foil. I took a bite out of that baby, and that yolk just ran down all the way to my elbow. Had my elbow over, over the paper plate and the aluminum foil that he put wrapped it in. and just had that yolk dripping off of there. It was great. So then I would go there every Friday, and the hash browns were just unbelievable. So it was like... Seven bucks, the egg sandwich and the um, hash browns. I'd go in there every Friday and get that. And because uh, they were only, ah, shit, a block away from work. So they were great every morning. And then is if I didn't get there at like by 8.45, by 9, all the construction workers from downtown, they were on their lunch. So they're ordering at 9 o'clock in the morning. They're ordering hamburgers because they started at like 4 in the morning, some crap like that but they were all great they were just one day i actually sat in there and ate with them with my egg sandwich and they're all eating hamburgers and fries and everything hot dogs and it was just just a fun little greasy spoon place that unfortunately closed and then the other place ronnie's ronnie's two because the other ronnie's used to be on state street kitty corner from um marshall fields and it used to be across from uh, almost directly across from uh the uh, Chicago Theater, Ronnie's, and they used to have a disco in the back. I know I talked about this before. Back then in the 70s, it was $1.99 for that good steak. And, uh, you know, it was like eating in Vegas, where it's $1.99 for a steak that, you know, by the time you finish, your blood pressure's up, you know, everything. You got that salt taste, so you're drinking, you know, more beers. They had one over by work, and was it, yeah, it was connected with the State of Illinois building. It was the same on the corner of Clark, or I'm sorry, was it LaSalle? No, Clark. Clark and Lake. So you'd go in there, and by now, the uh, steak dinner lunch was like $7.99. So inflation caught up from the 70s, but it was still good. So uh, one time I got the ham, which, again, I was seeing blue spots from all that salt in there, but it was really, really good. And then I go in there one day with uh, a friend from work, Jessica. She orders a loaded potato. She didn't know that it was extra. And the thing was like, I don't know, six or seven bucks just for the potato. You know, and believe me, it was loaded. So she's throwing a fit in a Ronnie's. Okay. She's getting all pissed, yelling at the guy. And I'm like, you know, you better be quiet or I'm going to screw around with her food. I don't care. I didn't want this. So then the manager comes over by her table after she gets it. She's like, hey, it's loaded potato. I didn't order. I didn't want it. I didn't know it was going to be that much. And then, so the guy comes over, like, 
five minutes later with this huge, it had to be the biggest order of fries you've ever seen. Really, it was huge. He goes, here, you like potatoes? This is what you're going to get. And it's on the house, okay? That you already paid for that, that loaded potato. He goes, I'm not gonna, I can't give you a refund, but here's the, I mean, the fries, you know, we took them back to work and it probably took us the afternoon to eat the whole damn thing. We needed a gallon of ketchup to eat it. But uh, he gave her this huge thing of fries. It was just unbelievable. I told her later, I said, I will go to Ronnie's on my own from now on. I, number one, I don't like loaded potatoes, okay, with all the sour cream, I think. All of that crap they put in there. But I loved Ronnie's. And they just closed, I don't know, a couple of years ago, I think. Just a sad day. It was the best place. It was the that newbie dog. It just broke my heart because, you know, downtown now is like a ghost town anyway. Block 37, I think, has a restaurant. Then he had, uh, we went a couple of times, uh, the girls from work, we'd walk over the fields and go on the seventh floor. And they would get the salads. I think it was a chopped steak salad which they like, but I don't even know if those cafeterias uh, are open anymore on 7, other than maybe the Walnut Room restaurant. Okay, so apparently they do. Um, but I think those chopped steak salads were like 12 bucks, maybe, or something at that time. Um, that was about 10 years ago. But, you know, those are the best places. That's why going downtown, um, you know, we actually walked past Yubi Dogs to get to the office. And, uh, Shed a tear for that place. It was great. The people in there were just great. And again, a little greasy spoon restaurant that was absolutely the best. That's why when I watched the uh, that show, The Bear, okay, based on the guy, the actual owner just died of a place they based it off of. Uh, he just died a couple weeks ago, I think. Uh, but that reminds me of Yubi Dogs a little, a little. Because in The Bear, it's the beef sandwich, beef place. And in Yubi Dogs, you know, they're hamburgers, hot dogs. But the greasy spoon angle of it and everything just fits it right there. So, uh, again, I thought it was kind of cool. And one day I sat in there with all them construction workers and we're all eating. They're eating hamburgers and hot dogs at nine in the morning. It was like tailgating, for God's sakes. Only they were on their lunch. So and it was it was cold. We listen to one more Charlie McLean song. Next week is our 100th, and trying to figure out what to do for that one. We're tossing around stuff, right, producer? Right? She's shy. You never know what talking to her, but. We're, we were discussing several different opportunities. Yeah, so we're working on it. We'll figure it out, and then we'll have it ready for next week. Because, again, it's Easter. And also, my God, Saturday is, I know I mentioned this last week or week before, it was the last day, April 1st, that I see my old man. And that was Easter that year of 1980. And he died, and I mentioned this, he died on April 24th, two days after I got engaged. Because Pam and I got engaged on April 22nd, 1980. And he died two days later. As the story goes, uh, when he found out that I was the one that got engaged, he had the heart attack. He had the big one. Oh, well. All right. So next week, Easter Sunday, it, we're going to have a lot of fun with that one, I think, of course. So. Uh, and uh, I'm happy baseball's back. Still the greatest game other than Monopoly ever invented was baseball. So best, best game. All right, that's it. Thank you.
Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M-A-R-Y-B-S number five, T-H-S-O-N. Okay. Any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is Mary B-S five S-O-N at gmail.com. So that would be M-A-R-Y-B-S, the number five S-O-N at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better. Coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, Production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout.